Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and add mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. Well, in the first half, I have a big announcement, and we also get into uh, Key Gate and exploding wine bottles inside my car. First, I'll get into Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, sure. You do one or the other, right? Then there is your automotive policy. Geico suggests you bundle those two, put them together. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote, see just how much you could be saving when you get your bundle working at Geico. That is geico.com. Visit geico.com today and get your bundle on at geico.com. 80% of Americans found something they can all agree on. America is falling apart. How did we get here and how do we get out of it? Newsflash, media plays a central role in both. Check out our new podcast, Media Roundtable. We'll talk to media moguls, top hosts on both sides of the aisle, and the people who pay for it all, the sponsors. Media Roundtable is not just a podcast. It's a movement to restore trust and civility to the national conversation, and we need you to be a part of it. Look for Media Roundtable wherever you get your shows and subscribe now. Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California. This is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today, former Navy SEAL sniper and best-selling author, Jack Carr. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects. And now, he gets his peaches in Georgia and his wallet raped in California. Adam Corolla. Yeah, get it on got to get it on. A choice with you. A mandate to get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you. Right, Gina Grant? That's right. Handball, Brian. Shit, yeah! Well, we're going to start the show with some uh, sad personal news. Oh, no. Uh, Lynette and I are getting divorced. Oh, shit. It's not something that I wanted to get or to do. I, I've never... I'm a product of divorce. Yeah. Um, Lynette's a product of divorce. It's not the kind of thing. It's just, well, no one ever signs up to get divorced. No. I got your wedding invitation today. (laughs) (laughs) Bittersweet. I was driving in thinking, I got to talk about this. How do I talk about it? And then my phone lit up. Sorry. Gina said, we we set a date. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. Very sorry. Um, Zero sum game. We've been separated for a few months. Um, It's hard. Uh, the kids come first and say, and they have, and they're doing well. And, uh, some say too well, (laughs) like literally driving, (laughs) benefiting, did not, I wanted a little devastation. I did not get much devastation. It's like, what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. What are you going to do? Um, it's been a difficult time. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. I very, very much didn't know this. We've been together for 25 years. Jesus. Um, we're very different human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, we have different sets of philosophies. That's, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And, um, I wish, you know, it's not about, it's not an event. It's not somebody was cheating. It's not, you know, chronic gambling or COVID. It's really just two people that were just that different and just had completely different processes and approaches to life and just couldn't 
couldn't get it, couldn't meet in the middle mm. somewhere. Ugh. And uh, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's just it's a it's 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 a weird thing. Everyone gets divorced, or a lot of people get divorced. No one around here really has gotten divorced, but no. everyone else seems to get divorced. Well, didn't uh, Andrew, who was the one who wouldn't need it, he, he oh, got divorced yeah. and moved back home? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got that going for you, buddy. I should, I should send him a text. And I, I feel like, and if I'm wrong, I'm going to be really sad, the vast majority of us as uh, parents are divorced. Yeah, and so it's it's weird because everyone's parents are divorced, and every time you turn on the news, Bill Gates is getting divorced, yeah. or someone's getting divorced, but just never was in my cards. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't something that, it wasn't, I guess I, I didn't have as, as, as an option. Right. My thing was like, whatever isn't working will make it work. And, um, but ultimately, if you can't make it work, then it's probably, right. you know, for the good. So I'm in a pretty good place. Yeah, it sounds I, like it's was, been a long time coming, at least it from, has been. from what we said. Yeah, I was yeah. not, you know, it was tough initially, but I'm in a pretty good place now. And, you know, I'm sort of getting on with it and enjoying my life. But, you know, I wanted to... Uh, oh, yeah, there are no shows in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm... I'm going to uh, spread my wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was tough. And, I, you know, I wanted to let the audience know what was going on. But I didn't want to jump the gun. And I wanted to sort of make sure that, you know, the kids and the ducks were in, in line this in a, a row. This is a very, very big life event that you don't just want to sort of half-ass it. Yeah. Mm. But it is now official <laughs> or, you know, or it's getting filed. So right. it shall be. How, <laughs> yes. How is your relationship amicable right now? Or yeah. Tough. Or yeah. Both? It's uh, it's okay. I mean, you know, we we you know worked out a schedule right. and everyone is sort of keeping up with it and you know it sucks and you know back and forth and so who's gonna sell doing a cars in nesting now <laughs> yeah oh man so you know you stay at the house the kids don't leave the house it's it's, oh, it's yeah. much okay. it's it's much better like when my dad got divorced my parents got divorced my dad just moved out and crashed on the sofa right. my grandparents baby. house oh yeah so you can do if you do it if you got some money essentially and you can do the nesting thing and That's the kids incredible. don't have to move into an apartment and all that kind of the stuff. The grads didn't know that was an option. Uh, in our I, time. I know look people people always talk about divorce like divorce it's it 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 destroys the kids or it's mm-hmm. so tough on the kids. You can do it in a way if you want to throw some money at it where the kids are not really affected not nearly to the degree right, sure. that we all were because first things first sometimes folks moved to indiana yeah and you got to mm-hmm. go to a new school yeah. and, and or you all only see stuff. them in the summer or whatever yeah so it's all sort of been about the kids keeping everything sort of neutral and uh and let's be let's be honest olga helps a lot because oh, she's a constant you mean mom and she's there <laughs> So she's not going in right. and out and back yeah. and forth and everything. But uh, I wanted to share that with everyone. I was really kind of embarrassed, honestly. Like um, my my number one kind of feeling is sort of shame, mm. embarrassment. Like I just felt like, oh, I'm what? now going to. I think I think divorce feels like a failure. Like- and I think I think now you are going to join the ranks of my stupid parents and your stupid parents <laughs> stupid and Max Apata's <laughs> stupid parents and Dawson's no, parents are together. They're, right? they're good. Yeah, that's that's what makes them stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it is never a good time to talk about yeah. it, but now's the time. This oh, had to had man. to come clean. And, I'm putting uh, two and two together. Imagine Ma- Malibu was was a, a, a fallout of this situation. Well, Malibu was actually started as Natalia saying, "Can we go hang out in Malibu, like for a rental, you know, during oh. the summer and that kind and of you stuff?" You said, "I'll do you one better." Yeah, yeah. don't be one up. Uh, there's your room. <laughs> so, but so it interestingly enough did not the origins of Malibu weren't. Um, we're getting separated. We need a place. I need a place okay. to live. But it morphed into that reverse engineering. Yeah. yeah, which is, and I'm out there 
three days a week or four days a week or kind of switch off. Get in the ocean every day I'm out there. Wow. It's really? cold today. Mm-hmm. And uh, just getting on with it. Um, feel free to just uh, Go ahead. give me a little slap across the face. But I um, – <laughs> No, that was it. You're not married yet. <laughs> you do but, enough damage with your email this morning. Thank you. <laughs> I literally Haven't had. You learned your lesson. I was driving in. And I was thinking, okay, what do I want to say? How do I say this? Well, guess who's getting married? We've Mazel got a date. Up. Well, you know it won't last. Mm, Just kidding. So when I was going through a, a breakup, not a marriage, um, but a, a pretty heavy breakup, my uh, therapist at the time said, you know, I have. I have counseled married couples before, and it comes to a point where at one point I've said, I, I can't help you stay together, but I can absolutely help you break up mm-hmm. in a way that will, will cause the least amount of fallout. Has that been something to consider in a, in a counseling way? Or Yeah, we brought, you know, when we told the kids, we brought them in to counseling. And oh. We just did it yeah. in that environment because we just thought it'd be a better sure. environment. Yeah, I'd say that's a generally true. Um, it, it hasn't, I mean, ultimately, um, it's better, my life's better and I'm, I'm fine with it, but it's still not something, you know, it's, it's really, it's not really a logical thought. It's like, I don't want this thing to happen, but I'm better off if it does happen. So for me, I'm sort of philosophical. That makes sense. Know. And you're a person who, in general, is also very much in control of your life and the things happening in your life. Mm-hmm. So this must be one of those moments where everything just feels a little uncomfortable because it's it doesn't feel like it's in your control. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that. I, I've done a pretty good job of just sort of creating an environment where I get to be in charge of the environment. Right. And work's been that way. You know, I mean... You still have to work, but you sort of do it on your own terms. Right. You know, basically kind of my my life. Well, as Tucker Carlson mentioned, he came in here and said, I see you working amongst your cars and the people you want to work with and working in your own place. And he went and did that in his place. So, uh, yeah, I I do like that. And then. This isn't something you're in control of. Right. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's not comfortable. But. And it's also it, it it's like every part of life, which is the worst. It's the worst when it is the worst, like living somewhere else, right. you know, just sleeping in some place that is barely furnished, you right. know, just where the TV doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know, and you're just sort of sitting around sort of with your own thoughts, yeah. you know, like it, you know, now, you know, Malibu's comfortable. Mm-hmm. I got my stuff in there. Mm-hmm. It's, I've got, you know, it takes you a while to like dial in your space. I oh God, how do you move a movie theater? I haven't dialed in a space. Well, I burnt that shit to the ground. <laughs> That's the first thing I did was get drunk and fucking light a flare, threw it in there, taped to some gas cans. Sure. Uh, but yeah, so now it, it's kind of now it's like, yeah, I like going to, I like staying at home. I like seeing the kids. I like going to Malibu. The kids will come stay with me yeah. in Malibu. So it's like, it's evened out. You've, you've certainly figured out, uh, as, as always, figured out what sounds like the best way to navigate something very, that seems unnavigatable. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, I think that's what we're doing. The mind floods with questions <laughs> and, and ideas. First of all, Chris, remember that idea I pitched to you where Adam said our exes have to write our profiles for dating? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to write your profile for dating. Oh, oh, we're yeah. going to have a bit on this. <laughs> there were well. two. Feel free not to answer. This is a personal question, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking of things that I'm going to get, twe- we are going to get tweeted tomorrow. Like, what about this? What uh, financially, what's going to happen with assets? I Maybe mean, we have an empire here. You know, you have Corolla drinks, you have cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, media. Well, so nothing about me working my ass off all the time is going to change. <laughs> that, shall, that shall remain. Even more incentive to live the life your wife and kids um, are leading. <clears throat> um, we're not, we're just using a mediator. Yeah. It's not everyone's lawyered up and, and all that. So, you know, we'll figure it out. Garagos is probably like, use a mediator. Trust me. 
Oh, yeah. No, Garagos recommended a, yeah. a mediator. Yeah. So, yeah, so that Those dudes that are fighting each other, quote unquote, best friends, and you two are the enemy. It's always. Lena, oh, Lena, if you're listening, you don't want to get screwed on this. I've <laughs> always heard it's a nightmare. Yeah. So That's we'll great. try to figure it out via the uh, mediator, but, uh, and we shall see. Hopefully, and we'll keep some of those new will, cars. Will Lynette still be doing Corolla Drink stuff? Yeah, she's going to run that business. Um, I'm going to do what I'm doing. She's going to do what she's doing. Uh, there's not going to be inter- any interruption of anything. Right. I think everything's going to be basically the same. Just okay. uh, Corolla Singles Cruise in married. December. That's <laughs> right, baby. All right. So well, well, now Gina's yeah. getting married, so oh, tell us you. all about it. <laughs> oh, it's all about your impending nuptials. Well, I, I really hope you guys are there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're getting married in a in a in a fucking blueberry patch. Let's cut to the bridesmaids. <laughs> they're very good. They're, they're good looking. What crew. they wearing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, there's oh, one is in Oh them. wait, you got a big problem. Good news and bad news. They're all smoking hot. The bad news is they made the list one year of chicks that would be disgusted to sleep with you. Remember oh. Gina's friends but collectively. You had one friend who <laughs> thought Adam was sexy. Yeah, but she's. I mean, she's fairly happily married. God and has a couple damn of it. kids. Yeah. All right, but well, you know she's there. kind of a wild child, so you mm-hmm. never know. Yeah, yeah there's going to be uh, there's going to be some uh, tail at that wedding. Mm-hmm. All right, noted. <laughs> tail no and taffeta, my no show favorite. That day. <laughs> my favorite morning show. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're you seem like you're doing well in the sense that this is pretty well, surprising I've, to us. I've obviously been privy to this information for a number of months, so I'm you know I'm fine. Do you Good. think? Yeah. COVID, not COVID itself, but like the lockdown, the, the everyone on top of each other. Like you say, you know, the, you obviously have square footage, but everyone's at home with the kids. Did that exacerbate things? It did. It was probably harder for me and Natalia than it was with Lynette. Oh. Natalia was much more. Yeah, but just that aggravation whipped, whipped the house, up, though, right? Yeah, I would, I, you know, you could chalk it up to things like COVID, except for this, we were kind of heading down this path, you know, pre-COVID. Right. So it's been a, it's been a long time in the making and, you know, maybe, maybe actually it's, it's probably, or it should be uh, a good thing. So ultimately, right. but, but in it also part of it is nobody, nobody wants to walk around kind of nursing uh, a secret, you know? So yeah, it's like totally. shit comes up where they go like, hey, we're going to invite you out. Your wife's right. coming, you know, and stuff. And then you have to go, well, no, yeah. she's not around. You know, it's just it's kind of you feel like you're harboring yeah. something, you yeah. know? And it takes a lot of energy to keep that up when people are just asking questions. That I, they don't. I always say that about people who cheat or and we talked about like pedophiles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like just walking around with this thing in your head yeah. of like oh, every time the phone rings yeah. or that there's a text or something like that. What does this mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's going? But yes. No, as it pertains to this situation, your situation, it's it's how I felt when I was first diagnosed 12 years ago. It's like, oh, I can keep this a secret and we can like be a family thing. But at a certain point, it's going to become very evident to everyone around. You know what I mean? Like that, yeah, that, yeah. that, that, that House of the dominoes are going to fall. People are going to have questions about the walker. <laughs> yes, precisely. eventually. Yeah, getting a walker. All right. So <laughs> well, we love you. We love. Yeah. I mean, I, Lynette is a wonderful, amazing person, and I'm sorry that you're going through this. Yeah, Jen, this well, thank you. Jen, yeah, sorry. Not, uh, not, not my life plan. But you know, when one door closes, another one opens. As <laughs> you know, somebody once said, you know, what my therapist says, hmm. when one door closes, another one opens. But the hallways are hell. So maybe you oh, feel like good. you're in the hallway Getting right now. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, do not cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Uh, and again, as, as newsy as this may be to some, it's oldish to me. Right. So it's not like I'm, you know, found out this this morning I was getting divorced. All right. Um, I brought my phone in here, which I never do do. This is an odd day. <laughs> I know. Can, can you download Tinder, Gina? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe he wants a, 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 a growler, bear, 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 bear. What? What's it called? Is this gay stuff? Yeah. yeah. Grinder. <laughs> Grinder. Oh. Growler. Bear growler. I got... Um, I got John Popper's text about uh, the gun that shoots at uh, 18,000 yards uh, per second. Jesus fuck. 
I, well, I, our guest Dave is a sniper. He probably knows yeah. all about that. Yes. Uh, so just so you know that uh, John Popper's uh, insane, <laughs> this uh, text randomly showed up. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, he uh, we hadn't corresponded in about a month. Anyway, said, uh, hey, man, it took me until just now to ask myself, is there a gun that shoots 2,000 yards per second. That was the misinformation I gave about his gun because it shoots 2,000 feet per second. And it turns out there's a 20-millimeter cannon and a 30-millimeter cannon or even a 50 caliber uh, that does about 100 uh, – sorry, about 1,000 yards per second. So I cut to the chase and the fastest projectile ever moved larger than a speck of dust – he must have been high when he said this. <laughs> uh, then he writes in parentheses, the, the hardened collider is fired, is a fired projectile, see below. And he sent an article from the New York Times using an experimental gun about uh, 60 feet long. Scientists at the National Laboratories, wherever, blasted a small projectile at the speed of 10 miles a second and uh, then went on to write 10 miles a second. And then he wrote, I want one. <laughs> and, For the squirrels. And then he sent me the same email again. Oh, okay. So uh, that's my John Popper uh, so sure mun- munitions uh, update. It's so funny because you think like, you know, oh, John Popper, he's, you know, like amazing musician, super laid back, fun song, soulful guy. In my wildest dreams, I wouldn't have thought this was part of his personality. Well, this is going to be the problem with, you know, the gun buyback or the assault weapon mm-hmm. or the AR-15 mm-hmm. reclamation or whatever it is. Guys don't like guns. They love guns. <laughs> the guys who love guns. Right. Uh, I mean, the guys, I'm not a gun guy, but gun guys, they're That's not, the they don't Try have the relationship with it that like, there's a lot of people that drive cars, but they're not car people. Right. And if you said, oh, I could offer you uh, public transportation, get you where they go, oh, Good. I don't even want to, you know, they moved to New York and they leave their car back in L.A. or whatever. But gun guys love themselves some guns. Wow. And this is uh, what we're facing in America. I do not think we're going to get those guys to give their guns back. And part of the problem is in getting their guns back, they have guns. (laughs) You got to do the math on that. Does any, I I, I don't follow the gun debate that closely. Does any reasonable person want to take guns away? I think they're trying to make it harder for. Crazy well, they right? they 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 have thoughts I know about that's the scare attack, like Obama. What's that wants to take your guns? They away have like the AR fifteen buyback or mm-hmm. something. There, there there are things that have been done. There was an assault weapons ban, okay, and that didn't wasn't really effective. Didn't really so they got hold. they got rid of it because the rallies all the crime is handguns, right? So I mean we're we're at this we're in a weird place, which is. Black Lives Matter, but we're focused on cops, white cops killing unarmed black men, which is minuscule, and then black men killing black men, which doesn't fit the narrative. But if you really want to stop black men from getting shot, then you're going to have to start focusing on black men shooting black men in, you know, the inner city. The gun thing is, is we're all whipped up on assault weapons, assault or so-called assault mm-hmm. weapons. They don't really account for any killings more not the I mean, it's, volume it's not the it's it's vastly handguns and then i don't think like ar-15s are less than knives feet and fists like in the lives wow. taken so you can ban them or you can take them back right. but you're still going to have the same amount of handgun deaths right. like ostensibly so then you got to get into handguns mm-hmm. or gun facilities you're going to have the same amount of gun fatalities. Not in a, Most stuff isn't done with rifles. It doesn't right. make sense. You can't walk around right. holding a rifle without people noticing. So now you've got to get into handguns, and good luck good with luck. handguns. Yeah. Is John Popper friends with the Motor City Madman? He should be. Yeah, yeah can you get them together? He's them never, he never brought him up, although he did say, say hi to Gary Luris no. from the Jayhawks. That's, no, no, no. We're not trying to go that direction. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> bullshit that's who i want to be friends with. yeah so uh there's that update yeah i don't know what we're gonna do about uh, guns they've tried in some places like i think australia had a mandatory rifle buyback 
which bumps people because it's mandatory. But it worked, right? People are like, okay. Maybe, I guess, I don't know. I don't know how it worked or if they're still doing it or how it worked, but we're going to have trouble in this town. I know Australia is really big, so that's a terrible example. But I can't help but always think about, like, everybody, you know, shits on this country and we have so many problems. Well, when you think about, say, Europe, every one of those countries is the size of a state. If we were just doing something with a state in the union, we would be successful at it, too. You know what I mean? If yeah. we just had that many people. Well, that's and I'm sure the, they get tweeted, but it, it makes sense, right? Yeah. The problem that they always do is they go, well, Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in the nation. They go, yeah, and the people bring the stuff in from, you know, Michigan and Wisconsin mm-hmm. who don't have, right. you know, so then mm-hmm. there's that. So how, do you, how do you prevent that? Um, all right, we got Dawson's stand up. We got a Chicago, got an article out of Chicago, nothing to do with guns. We have, um, God, what did I write down here? Um, oh, yeah. All right, Keygate. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, did we wrap up uh, Urinal Gate? Are we just letting that go like it never happened? Well, that's getting filed under, you know, where's Jimmy Hoffa? Right. I- <laughs> the toilet paper got thrown away. You're welcome. Oh, was that you? It was me. Did you have what? gloves? No, I was confused because Kalen, I thought he said he got rid of it. But he did then say he cleaned it. It was clearly in there, and I poked my head out to Gary, who was sitting you know, 10 feet away. I'm like, is this the same? He's like, yeah, it's the same. I'm like, all right, well, something's got to be done. Oh, good. So oh, was, here comes Kalen. Was... Uh-oh. Oh, no, he doesn't. Here come. Kalen is not going to defend himself. <laughs> well, um, so uh, Emmy's here. Uh-oh. So I, as you know... Or maybe I've talked about on this show. I'm a deliberate person. I do things deliberately. Mm-hmm. I if I have a a mug, a cup, a travel cup, or anything, and I I need to bring it home, I put it by the door mm-hmm. and I'll put it on the floor. And then people kind of surround me and undo my stuff. Like I pick it up, I put it in the cupboard in the back, you know. And it's like I don't know it's there. Yeah. You didn't say it didn't was help. there. I so I do a lot of stuff. I told you. Um, I didn't, was I talking about the garage clicker and the garage door? That I, so, so I just got, gotten a minor dust up with a old guy who understands I'm a deliberate person. She's a deliberate mm. person. So as I told you one day after she left for the night, there's a big pot of big Tupperware thing, a chili mm. sitting out on the countertop with the lid off. And I just sort of looked at it, and I was like, that is not an Olga move. Oof. Olga screws a pooch once in a while, but she's not going to leave with the lid off. No, Phil's going to destroy that. What's she doing? She just went home for the night. It's a big bucket of, of chili with the, with the Tupperware cap sitting, sitting next to it. Mm. I looked at it for a little while, and I went, all right. I put the lid on. I put it in the refrigerator. And then I said to Olga the next day, you left the chili out with the lid off. What was that about? Because uh, it's not like her right and she said well it was hot oh. and it'll go in the fridge it'll sweat that's true. you gotta let it cool off it's true and i went that's why you did that but didn't fit my pattern right i didn't have any explanation for it so i do things that are deliberate all the time put stuff where and i i got in an olga a little bit the other day because uh i got the garage clicker for my house that's uh in the z car and it's not in the the car I'm driving. Mm-hmm. So I had to pull out the other day during the daylight hours, going to be gone for an hour, and I left the garage door open. Of course, when I pulled back in, Olga had closed mm-hmm. it, which meant I had to get out of the car, and I'm having key-related issues we'll get into in a moment. But I was like, I had to go back, go in the house, walk around, hit the button on the wall, then come back and get in the car. And I said, Olga, when I leave the garage door open, I'm leaving the garage door open. I'm not backing out mm. and forgetting to close right. the garage door. I like that you're walking around doing Dixon. this stuff, but understand I'm super deliberate. Right. I didn't space out on it. So I'm probably most deliberate with my keys. My keys, I always put on the table out there. Same. I always put them somewhere. I oftentimes leave them in my car. Mm. I just... I never want to look for my keys. Uh, the other day, actually, was here yesterday. I had uh, I had a steak and some uh, egg salad that the old guy made. Had to put it in the fridge. Put the keys in the fridge. Didn't mm-hmm. want to. Didn't want to leave it in there. But I'm very calculated with all my stuff. So I had the Z car parked here, 
and I was out uh, driving the uh, Lincoln SUV, uh, but it had my whole key ring on it. Mm. So Malibu, I just need one key in and out. The The key ring is more for the shops here and the home and, and that kind of stuff. It's got the key fob for the Z on it as well. So um, at some point when I'd been in Malibu for a few days or something, it was time to come back. Uh, I was like, where is my key ring? Where is that? So uh, I did what I do. I went to the Z car and looked in the cup holder because mm-hmm. that's where I would leave it. Was not there. On the tire? Not on the tire. Under the tire? <laughs> then I went inside and went to that front table. It's like, no. I would throw it down here. Looked around the front table. Not there. Mm. Then I said, hmm, well, maybe I took it with me in the Lincoln. Not my move. I don't like to separate the key from the car. See, I had the Z keys, and I'm leaving the Z here. I don't want to take the Z key with me, but who knows? Maybe I just threw it in the armrest or whatever, the trap on the Lincoln. Then I went out and searched the Lincoln. All right, so it's not in the Lincoln. It's not in the Z car. It's not on the table here. It's not in the bowl that's out front Mm -hmm. when you enter. Now, where the hell are those keys? So then I got to uh, La Cunada, and I searched through all the drawers. Remember, I threw it in the drawer by the front entry, whatever. Key drawer. Searched through all that. Then you start getting into cargo shorts and sweatpants. You know, maybe I threw it because I I didn't really need the keys, but okay. Searched all that. Did you check Phil's lower intestine? I must have brought it back to Malibu somehow. So then I checked my big wooden bowl where all the keys are. In Malibu, now no keys, no this is key ring, Southland, no fo- no fob for the yeah. Z, no keys. And then I realized, all right, maybe there are other forces at work, perhaps nefarious. Mm. So I make the announcement to Fondalier, ask all those guys if they put my keys anywhere or did anything with a set of keys. Um, Matt checks with the crew. Is that uh, correct, Emmy? Yes, sir. And uh, then comes back with a resounding no. Yeah, I got seasonal allergies. What of it? <laughs> no keys. Nobody's seen any keys. This is odd. Now what? I'm pretty religious with my keys. I wouldn't take them somewhere, leave them at a restaurant. Yeah. The car is here. Why aren't the keys for the car here? Which, by the way, has the rest of my keys on the ring for Did everything you have your else. backpack? So I'm, I'm going through every scenario in my yeah. head. Of course, blaming myself, <laughs> internalizing. Yeah. I think, aha, somebody, Rhino, says, you know, sometimes when you're getting out of one car and getting into another car, all your stuff gets pulled out of the car, gets put on the table there. Mm. I threw it all in that box. I've got a cardboard mm-hmm. box. I threw it all in the box, and you just took it with you to Malibu. I said, oh, well, now it's... Yeah, that right. I threw it on the table, and then solved. at some point I told Ryan, clean off the table or something, and then he threw everything into a box, and then I remember taking that box out and throwing it, and Malibu seemed like I did it before the keys were lost, but anyway, they're in the box, they're in the garage, okay. they're in Malibu. I then go to Malibu, and of course, comically, there's a bunch of other boxes piled on top of that box. I've been moving a bunch of stuff. And so it's buried at the bottom of a bunch of boxes. So now I remove all the boxes, get to the box with the goods in it, tear the box apart, no keys. So now I'm done with keys. I'm going to have to go get a new key fob for the Z. I'm going to have to get keys made for the house. I've been there. Keys made for the shop. Keys made for the studio. I got a lot of keys. I don't have any of them. I don't know where they are. I'm done looking because I've looked everywhere Everywhere. I could possibly look. Your new name. I got to tell you, things look pretty slow right here, but I think it's going to pick up. Oh, yes. Because uh, tomorrow or yesterday, I should say, I had uh, I found the keys. I will tease that for a second. I won't tell you how I found them or where they were. I will tell you first about uh, Tommy John, scrotal distancing. That's right. That's what's going on these days. Struggle to separate the guys from your thighs, man. It's time for Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear. When you're wearing Tommy John's hammock pouch underwear, you're so much more comfortable. You do everything better. 
Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. Over 13 million pairs sold. Dozens of comfort innovations like an air mesh interior hammock and moisture wicking fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. Once you've tried Tommy John, you're never going back to your last pair. I'm wearing mine right now. Look at that. Oh, a nice little pattern, little bucks or deers. Bucks and deers, baby. So it's the best pair you'll ever wear. It's free. Guarantee, right, Dawson? And right now you get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. That's 20% off your first order of underwear and loungewear at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. See site for details. All right. We will we'll take be back. ourselves a quick break, and we'll come back and tell you where the key ring was right after this. Corolla Drinks fans, 818 Rye Whiskey is available now at CorollaDrinks.com. 818 is a whiskey from Adam's backyard, not the gated communities in the same area code. It's aged three years in new American oak and couples a malty sweetness with a complex rye finish. Adam and the team made this whiskey for fans of the show. They made this whiskey for the regulars. Get your bottle of 818 Rye at CorollaDrinks.com. Hurry, we will sell out. It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Adam, you hit the punching bag with those two big mitts. Brian, your drops send me into big fits. Gina, you have a lovely voice. Thank you. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. So, I've searched everywhere for the keys. Hi and love. I've made the proclamation around here. They're not in the box in the garage, and I've now decided to quietly move on with my life without keys. I don't know how we're going to top this. Vexed, of course, haunted, walking around, nursing this thing in my head all the time. Like, what the fuck is this? ball of keys uh then yesterday uh the keys appear oh magically in the hands of emmy (gasps) hey there where'd you find those keys boy you deserve a reward no i definitely don't i found them on the cork pin board in the office where i had left them myself Hmm? like hanging like a valet Exactly. Where did you originally find the keys? I originally found them in your car in the cup holder. Oh, my God. That's a strange move. Emmy, explain yourself. So what happened that day was I happened to be here till late, and the gate happened to be broken that day. So after I pulled in Ryan's bike so nobody would come in here, I decided to check the Z car to make sure it was locked. Well, it wasn't. So then I came first back in here because I figured you probably left them on the table, the front table. They weren't there. Then I found them inside of the cup holder. So mm-hmm. I locked your car. I brought the keys in. I put them in the, on the corkboard. And you walked I, them in your even office took a picture and of the, hung I them. I even took a picture of them to remind myself. Completely forgot. <laughs> See, now I'm good, but I cannot defeat this. <laughs> Yeah. Now, this, once this, the, this is your greatest enemy. Your once, best the, once the announcement was made that uh, Adam is missing his keys, that didn't jog a memory from four and a half days. Well, earlier. what I what I did when I did get that initial email was I did look around the actual office and I found a little bin with keys in it. And then you ended up saying, "Well, none of these are the keys that I'm looking for." So I just forgot about that conversation too. Credit to to Emmy. This is a little adjacent to, you know, I took your car out to get it detailed and and wrecked it or whatever. Like, Emmy was trying to lock the car. The the forgetting about, the completely forgetting about the keys. That's what what was my response when you gave me the keys? You really fucked me. (laughs) (laughs) And I am so sorry. (laughs) Did I yell? You got pretty red, but you didn't yell at me. (laughs) Uh... Well, I, again, it's mitigated by the fact that you were trying to do something that was positive. The The point that everyone needs to know is you need to know thyself. Mm-hmm. None of you, including Drew and me, are good enough to go, I'll take these and I'll just put them in the little skinny drawer of my desk mm-hmm. and somehow in four days I'll, they, they shall reappear mm-hmm. or I will summon mm-hmm. this. No, they do not. You, you cannot... 
You, 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 I don't know why it made it in your office. It should have never made it in your office. That was That's a strange move. Th- that was the problem. I agree. But it's all based on some version of us thinking we're better than we are. Like, I'll just hang them up here. And then when Adam shows up no. tomorrow, I'll tell him I hung them up on it. How could I forget? They're right here. Well, but- thinking back on it, the cork board is right next to the door. So I figured at some point I'd pass them by, see them, take them off when the gate was fixed and give them back to you. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. Question. The, the key announcement, the office-wide key yeah. announcement did not That's unlock crazy. any of this knowledge that you so dearly guard? <laughs> no. Wow. It's it's funny that you call it that because in our family, my dad originated it and I do it to this day. If it's keys, if it's whatever, if I'm putting something somewhere, I don't generally put it. You, he would bellow to the room, big announcement, big announcement, everybody. This pen is going right here. Big announcement. So we kind of do that in our house. But I'm wondering if... Because Emmy was just trying to be nice, and we—he's he, the best. But I'm not being nice. <laughs> if he would have left the keys in the cup holder, would you have been fine with that? Because the gate's locked, and who the hell would mess with the car? Uh, well, the gate wasn't locked. Oh, that's why you, that oh, that's you why. Was broken. You that's why it was it was okay. broken. Mm. Still, um, well, you put your like, you leave your key on the tire when you go to the airport. I I do. I have this thing. Of if I'm going to go to Minneapolis, catch a flight from Minneapolis to Wisconsin and then get up at five in the morning and catch a flight from Wisconsin to Detroit and then back to LAX. Mm I don't like that part where I'm looking through my backpack it's at a certain point going of, like, did I? A lot of opportunities I brought my, to lose I brought, those. There's a lot of places yeah. those keys could come out. Yeah. I'm bringing the backpack to the club. My whole thing is... Keep the keys with the car. Keep mm-hmm. the stuff together as, as best you can. Yeah, that's, that makes uh, sense. That's, that's usually how I roll. I think the worst part about this whole thing is how I found the keys yesterday. Mm. I was taking a picture of- uh, You were hiding Matt's keys and you stumbled <laughs> across my- No, I was taking Matt a picture of something on the- desk and you was, snuck in. I was taking yeah. a picture of something on the corkboard and I look at the picture this and on the corner are a set of keys and that's when I realized they're your keys. Mm. Okay. Never be a fighter pilot. I won't be. Uh, and again, as long as it was in the service of a good initial thought, I, I cannot I cannot beef too hard. But thank you. But I truly apologize. If I had not made my proclamation of where are my goddamn keys, to yeah, everyone in the tough. office that uh, that's that that's a that's a bad piece of uh, oppositional research. <laughs> But all right, Emmy, you're lucky I like it. Thank all you. Right. And sorry right. again. That's all right. <laughs> I, the, the problem is, is when people do this to you and your keys or your wallet or whatever they do to you're so thankful just to have your fucking oh, keys no back questions at a certain asked. point. Yeah, I'm like Lady Gaga with dogs. her dog. Yeah. All right. So also, I got this. Um, so in the Emmy department, but on me again, uh, somebody dropped off two magnums of red wine, two magnums of Pinot Noir. Um, The um, Emmy, because he's dutiful, Uh said, uh, shall I put these these magnums of uh, red wine, and would you like to take these with you? And I said, why, thank you. Oh, sorry, that was Kalen. Fuck Emmy. (laughs) Kalen put it in my car, my brand new car. With the know. black label interior, yeah. and uh, we just set it on the back seat. I uh, then left them in the car, and uh, that's why this is on me. Drove to Malibu, or whatever. Um, when I it was very hot yesterday, maybe yeah. you know where this is going. Yeah. Um, when I I don't know how it all worked out, but when I went to get my bags out of my car last night in Malibu, one magnum of red wine was I will not say completely empty but I here's how empty the magnum was oh, wow. inside the car. Um did it burst the cork or is blew, it ba- blew the cork out. That's hot. <laughs> and here's how empty this magnum was, which is two bottle, two regular seven fifty bottles of wine. Uh because of me, I bust it back up to the to the condo. The 
less than half a glass of red wine left for the Ace Man oh, in that match. Oh, you drank the cooked wine? Why not? Oh, Have you met? It was a gift. Are you new, Brian? Of course he drank it. Oh. Another one's Gina's wedding gift. I've got to get the cork pushed down flush again. It's out a little bit. Congratulations, you kids. I had an entire two bottles of red wine entirely capsized in Ooh, my in brutal. my car. And then... This that's is, in the car that's out here, right? That's why yes. the door was Which open Which answers the question, up. why is yeah. Adam's door open? Yeah. Right, right. But Fondelier, who studies my pattern, said to me earlier, you probably did this intentionally, but you should still know your door's open. And I uh, said, yes, I did good. do it intentionally. I'm trying to air it out. It smells like uh, oh. Ernest and Julio Gallo's <laughs> uh, hall closet in there. <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. Oh, so, please drive carefully. You do not want to be pulled over. Oh right my God! It smells so, like goddamn still in here. Now I can just drink while I'm driving because <laughs> I'll just throw they the cup, cup in the back. That's of the right, officer. Spill. So uh, it it exploded and the entire contents came out in the car. Brutal. Beautiful, brand new leather, everything. Then, in a weird booze related, weird booze related connection. So last night. That's how I left the car. I'm like, oh, fuck. It's so covered in booze. I, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it and clean it out tomorrow. Um, I then was walking out to the car this morning in Malibu, getting ready to leave when I heard a big kind of clank and a crunch. And then I sort of looked, and in front of the car was a six-pack of White Claw seltzer that had fallen off a car that had sped by, exploded. Uh, some of the cans were shooting, you know, shooting seltzer out of the side, and one was tucked underneath the front valve car. I had to get down on the ground and, like, lay down and pull it out. This is w- weird two-booze-related yeah. kind of car things. Like It's like somebody, I didn't even see the car. I just heard it. Like somebody sped by and an unopened six-pack of White Claw just fell out of their car, landed right in front of my car, sent cans wow. everywhere and, and under my car, and I had to fish them out because I was going to run over them. Good thing you're not in recovery. Out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was, there one, was there one can we're salvaging? Is, oh, I salvaged... Uh, he shotgunned it because yeah, it was already right. spraying. Uh, salvaged four. All right. Out of okay. the, uh, out of the uh, six. The, two of them had uh, like pinholes. Brutal. All right. Uh, also, in other news, like <laughs> Drew was in here talking to me all about his Peter Luger situation. The steak place? Yeah. So there was a shooting at Peter Luger's oh, Steakhouse. Really? In Brooklyn? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. We could probably find the story somewhere there, Max Pana. But I talked to him earlier in the day. And he's like, oh, we're going to Peter, Peter Luger's. We're so, we're so excited about going to Peter Luger's. And then uh, when I talked to him the next day, there was a shooting in out front of, but into, according, Drew was at Peter Luger's with his daughter, his daughter's boyfriend, and his wife, and they had fired, I think, two shots. They hit two customers that were sort of sitting outside. When where did this happen? I've not heard about this. It's weird. I, I don't I don't know. If I, it seems like with news, it's like there's only like some news anyone ca- news cares about it's anymore. Like the New York like Post it, would have didn't this. Have a good strong theme one way or the other. I mean, it was it was you know young black guy who was like career criminal oh. got into it with another guy and just uh, started hit. started shooting this is a uh, thursday week ago oh. this is uh this you is see the new york post headline i knew we could count on them what sparked bloody beef outside peter luger's oh there you go Don't do that. yeah so uh and as uh, to hear drew tell it uh they were going to sit outside where the people in the seats, in the, at the table where the people were shot, but uh, he wanted to go indoors because they were so, everyone's so tired of eating outdoors. Right, on the sidewalk. What used to be a treat, yeah. now people have PTSD from, yeah. and they want to go indoors now. So um, the cops rolled up on it like immediately. 
I think the cops were there because there was some sort of Black Lives Matter like event there, and the cops were just showed up for that. So the cops were there within two minutes, and I don't think anyone died. But he said two people got shot. Yeah, two I can, were wounded. Yeah, I can give you the gist of what happened if mm. you want. This kid, sure. Arkies, Arkies, Somerville, 24 years old, uh, allegedly opened fire. Two innocent bystanders dining outside. So the, it says the New York Post, the mayhem unfolded while Somerville had five open warrants in North Carolina where cops warned on Facebook in February that he should be considered armed and dangerous. He was among 11 people celebrating a birthday at uh, Luger's when he became when he began arguing with two women or with some women who weren't at the party. He got so nasty, a male cousin and two other men hauled him inside. But instead of cooling off, Somerville kept arguing and the other men finally gave up and headed back you know, away from him. Uh, that's when Somerville allegedly whipped out a silver 38 caliber revolver, fired three rounds at them around 945. None of Somerville's intended targets were hit, but two men who were dining outside were struck. Yeah. So unfortunately, the, you know, AR-15 buyback is not going right. to work for Somerville right. in and- his... In his pistol. Talk about a final destination situation. There was a 30-year-old tourist who was shot near his spine and a 57-year-old man from Queens who was shot in the gut. I don't know how these guys with their five priors or their warrants and everything somehow are going to parties in New York, but (sighs) we got... High profile. I, I say I said to Drew, I'll say to you, the uh, you know, the story where the wife is poisoning the husband mm-hmm. and collecting the insurance. I, I, I don't I don't like it, but that's all under one roof. The mm-hmm. parts where you're just sort of shooting randomly. You're a menace outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are the scariest people yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I'm just sort of uh, going through this. It says uh, he was he seemed to be very, very drunk. And um, and oh, there was a protest or something a few blocks away. So the cops were there like right away. Yes, that's what uh, Drew said. There was a protest. And so uh, the cops were uh, Johnny on the spot. All (laughs) right. So let's see. I got an article here. Um, We got to find. Do we find some German food to eat? We're, We're devastated. Well, it's Wisconsin. Of course you're going to find German well, food. Mike found a place. Mike found a place on the same block as the hotel, has uh, goulash and everything else. Great. Doesn't open until 4 mm. on Saturday with the early show. It's just we got we to gotta, do a lunch. We got to do a lunch thing. So uh, we're going to have to keep you posted on that. Max Patta, did you find something from yesterday? Uh, the caller from yesterday, Kate. She recommended a place. I'm checking to see how far it is. From Lots of protein. Please. Her backyard for veal sausage? Yeah, that'd be nice. All right. I think this is the same place she just recommended. Oh, no. Heartbreaker. God. Oh, because when I, I was lamenting to Chris, I was like, uh, the place we got all pumped up about that had Czechoslovakian goulash. <laughs> I'm in. Damn. Not open. We got. We need a place open earlier. And then Chris went, oh, well, that's all right, because the ball puller recommended a place yeah. that's just as close. <laughs> so uh, close. It's the same goddamn place. What's weird is that Monday through Friday, they're open 11, <laughs> 11 a.m. Saturday, they open at 4. Oh. oh. What gives? What gives? Can't you have someone run it over in between shows or that'll never work? It'll. The, the whole, I don't know if you guys are wired like me. When I go out to eat, I just want to enjoy. Yeah. I want to know. Scarf it down. I want to, well, I also want to know there's a nap at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Now you're talking about Because you got to perform two shows, yeah. right? Oh. So then you get like the full belly. Yeah. Then it becomes like, oh, uh, you know, they, they do that move. They go, you want another beer? And you're like, mm, I want one. But uh, but if I can get it at two. Yeah, that makes sense. Then I'll catch, I get it. catch the nap. Man. So just a quick update. We have made contact with your beloved goulash place and mm-hmm. though they normally open at four they would say they'd open at 3 30 uh, for the ace man uh, that's, that's, <laughs> tell them that's a c-list star treatment <laughs> we're, we're looking for a little b plus star treatment and i'm sorry but you know how they say like well you're an la4 but you're a you know wisconsin 10 mm-hmm. look for appleton come on they're not going to do any better yeah clooney's not coming in sunday i have family there trust me we may also have another option. It doesn't look like they've got the goulash, but they do have some schnitzel and stuff, and it's open more lunchtime-y kind of hours. It's more of like a pub brewery kind of place, but 
Yeah. We'll work on it. But your uh, clock's ticking because uh, this is all this is all we do. That's all, why he's going to Apple. It's all super early flights. Yeah. It's all connecting flights. It's all shows and green rooms and everything. And then there's Ooh, the yeah. German food. Speaking of which, not too late to change to a red eye tonight. Get there at like eight in the morning, catch a little <laughs> nap, and then get some lunch. Thank you for your input, Brian. Well, all right, we'll, uh, just so we don't we'll go through this, we yes. don't want to go through this again for Kansas City. Is my mother bringing you barbecue, or isn't she? Or do you just want me to tell you which Joe's stack to go, Jack's stack to go to? Yeah, where to go in Kansas okay. City. Uh, yeah, that's going to be at the Arvest Bank Theater, September 11th. Used to be the Midland. Is what is the, what is the chain of barbecue in KC that when Drew and I saw you back there all those years <laughs> ago, or you saw us, was it- that they kept talking, people kept talking about it. It was definitely a chain. Was it Jack Stack, Oklahoma Joe's, or Zardo? Oh, I think it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, that's, that's the they're very one. good. I mean, it's it's good. Wait a minute. Oklahoma Joe's is the Z-Boy sandwich? Yes. Oh, it wasn't Oklahoma oh, Joe's, because that's awesome. I bet you it was Jack Stack. Have you guys had a Z boy? I have. God damn, Z man, Z man. It is Z boy. We when actually when my the sliders are the Z boy. My dad and I flew back for my mom's birthday one year, and we all went to Oklahoma Joe's, and yeah, it, and then we were for cider donuts and wine tastings. Yeah, look at that thing. Oh, G- may, two giant onion Christ. rings. Is that brisket? Slathered. Let me, yeah, let me say this, Permantes. You fucking hang your head and you bow in front of that uh, Z man. Because that is an awesome yeah. that is an awesome sandwich. All right, Dawson, you have that article out of uh, Chicago. This is uh, another thing that's on my mind because it drives Drew completely and utterly insane. But it's also something we need to kind of worry about as we move forward with our society, which is Drew says your doctor needs to be able to use their experience, and then improvise. Like, okay. they need to go, here's what I think you need, or here's, and, and we're getting so, so we're getting into corporate medicine now, mm-hmm. and these mandates are just go, mm-hmm. going down, okay. and this shit is, is happening now. So this is an article out of Chicago, I think. From the Chicago Tribune, DuPage County judge orders Elmhurst Hospital to allow COVID-19 patient to receive controversial medication. A DuPage County judge on Monday ordered that Elmhurst Hospital to allow a comatose woman suffering from COVID-19 to to receive a medication the Food and Drug Administration says could be unsafe, but the legal fight appears appears bound to escalate. Nergy Fipe, 68, of Elmhurst, has been in intensive care at the hospital since early April and is now on a ventilator, according to testimony at the court hearing. Her her, Her daughter, Deseretta Fipe, is pushing for her mother to receive a medication called Iver, Ivermectum, Ivermectum. Ivermectum. Right, which Drew's on, or had had been on, and he's prescribed millions of times because no, it's pretty ubiquitous. Normally used to treat diseased diseases caused by parasitic worms. Deseret Fipe said in an affidavit she learned about the drug in a news article while researching treatment options for her mother. The story, published in the Buffalo News, told of an 80-year-old woman in dire shape from COVID-19 who, re- who recovered after her family sued to get her ivermectin. The FDA, however, has cautioned against using ivermectin to treat patients suffering from the virus. It says some people have been hospitalized after self-medicating with a form of the drug intended for horses and that large doses can be fatal. Yeah, well, large doses of Tylenol can be yeah. fail, fatal. These are <laughs> self-administering yeah. from a, a horse because they can't get ivermectin. And by the way, wasn't ketamine originally a horse tranquilizer? Mm, and yes, now we use was. that for what? Seizures and, every, and antidepressants and everything else? So ivermectin has been around for 40 years and is on the list of essential drugs, whatever that CDC okay. essential drug. It, it's up there with hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. It's like it. the point is, is. You could argue it's not effective, and you could argue we don't have we don't have research to, right. to suggest it. But it's certainly not going to hurt anyone. And if someone is dying, let the fucking doctor try to save the person. Although you should take it early. I think in this article, the poor daughter wanted to get it to the mom early, right. and they said, "No, nah, 
Not going to do it. Sorry. Keep going. Another federal agency, the National Institute of Health, has taken a more measured stance, saying that while the drug is well tolerated when used for its intended purposes, there isn't enough information to allow a recommendation for or against using it to treat COVID-19. But if it's well tolerated, it's well tolerated. Well, because it's again, all you have to do is sort of you don't need to be a doctor. If the stuff's ubiquitous, been around for 40 years and it's been handed out all over the world times billions of doses. And there's people who have, you know, it's like if if somebody had lupus, then they would just be on hydroxychloroquine perpetually. So how dangerous could it be? But listen, if someone is dying, Brian got an experimental medication. Never should have happened. What if they fought every ounce? We don't have any studies. It's, you know. Even more applicable is it wasn't experimental. It was off-label, right? It was meant for this thing, and they used it for my thing, and that's how medicine works. That's exactly what this is. It's for something else, but maybe it's effective. So, sorry. Go ahead. Elmhurst Hospital's attorney, Joseph Monahan, said that at the said at the hearing, none of its doctors would agree to administer ivermectin for COVID-19. So this is the scary part. None of the doctors would agree to do this for this dying Because lady. who's going to sue them? What are they afraid of? It is, the FDA is going to? I don't know what's going on recently, but there's it's it's like there's this thing going on, which is... We bring up something like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, more famously. Everyone pushes back against it. It Then people just reflectively go, I'm not going to do it. And then we start parenting. Well, there's no – but it comes to like a self, self-fulfilling self prophecy. Yeah, and it, it's like we've talked about before with passing, like a network passing. Like, eh, somebody passed right. I don't want to be the one that says yes. Right. So, sorry, Dawson. He uh, he argued, and an internal ethics panel concluded it couldn't its use couldn't be justified. He argued that judges shouldn't overrule medical decisions. The court doesn't have the authority to order a medical corporation to use particular medications, particularly when it's an off-label use, particularly when the federal government has said it could be dangerous. He said he suggested. Why, why is the federal government saying it could be dangerous? That's that's the part. What did Drew say? Th- well. They these these everything got politicized and everything like took on a life of its own. So hydroxychloroquine was called dangerous because Trump said something good about it. Ivermectin just got lumped in with. But it's also. Think about all of the therapeutics that were pitched and immediately dismissed. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it's weird that doctors, a lot of doctors are going, hey, you could use this in conjunction with that. And everyone's going, no, no, it's not. Pull them off the Internet. We're not going to put that information out there. Like, why not have a agnostic sort of posture about it? Like, all right, well, if it worked for you or maybe it helped some people. The or World something. Health Organization we was got, not interested We in got that. really fucking yeah. focused yeah. on, no, it's bad. So the hospital's lawyer suggested that the woman could transfer her mother to another facility where sure. doctors would be willing to use the medication. But Judge James Oral seemed astonished at the suggestion. Quote, let me get this right. The hospital is willing to transfer a woman in a coma with COVID, he said. Is that what you're telling me? Oral pointed to an affidavit from Fife's physician, Dr. William Crevier of Orland Park, in which the doctor said he has used the drug successfully for COVID-19 patients since last year. If Elmer's Hospital's doctors don't want to use ivermectin, Oral said, they should allow Crevier to administer it. Why wouldn't this be tried if she's not improving, Oral said? Why does the hospital object to providing this medication? If someone has been in the ICU for a month and not improving, why would the hospital not consider another medication? It was still not clear, however, whether a hospital would allow Fipe to receive the medication. Oral said he expected the case to head to an appellate court. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll be around forever yeah. waiting for them to rule yeah. on this. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, Drew was just basically saying there used to be a relationship. The doctor could be kind of fluid. He could use mm-hmm. or her, not that she use a chick doctor, but they could use their experience, their expertise and whatever, mm-hmm. and they could work out you know, therapeutics and stuff like that was right. that was up to them. It's not not going down that road anymore. I mean, it's this I'm, I'm not being, you know, either naive or even sarcastic, but like they took an oath, like first do no harm. Like, can you just give them the benefit of the doubt that they're not trying to kill their patients? Yeah, and let her take her to some other hospital. Yeah. That's but also, 
imagine physically removing someone who's in a coma and like hooked up to all the stuff. It's not you're great. Hooked no, no, up it to. can't be. No, it's probably de- very delicate at best. I mean, obviously that could kill her. Yeah, that, that state. Why not just let her doctor administer yes, this inert drug? I mean, it's not. It's not going to work now because you needed to take right. it earlier on. Right. But um, all right, this is where we're getting to. A little weird. Uh, let's see. Ivermectin discovered in 1975, came into medical use in 1981. All right. And the World Health Organization put it on a list of essential medications. So it's essential <laughs> to people who don't have COVID, but if people want to okay. try it, we got a problem. All right. We have uh, Jack Carr, Navy SEAL, ready to go. Is he zooming in? Let me hit uh, Humble, CBD. Need rest and relaxation after a long day at the office? Sick of soreness and inflammation? Let's talk humble CBD. Wide variety of hemp-derived CBD products. Twist, roll, and relax with their CBD calming balm. Or travel with their CBD twist, a uh, tincture on the go. Smaller than a pack of gum designed for your pocket, Humble CBD is focused on helping you stay grounded no matter what life brings you. Remember, a tree's beauty lies in its branches, but its strength lies in its roots. Focus, relax, recover with Humble CBD. Right, Dawson? Now offering 25% off your first order with promo code ADAM. All you have to do is go to HumbleCBD.com and choose any product that meets your needs. Stay grounded with Humble CBD. All right, Jack Carr, Navy SEAL, New York Times bestseller, and uh, author is going to join us right after this. Savings starts with Xfinity. Get a great price on Xfinity Internet. Plus, ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back when you add Xfinity Mobile. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply.